How do you say love? And what has to happen for you to feel really loved? Think back for a moment as to how love was expressed in the family that you grew up in. If your parents wanted to show love to you or to family members or to each other, what did they do? In my family, love didn't particularly involve a lot of touchy-feely stuff, but it did usually involve vast amounts of food and on special occasions, special presents. In my family, if you loved someone, you fed them nearly to death. A biscuit and a cup of tea was never enough. And on those special occasions, you went out of your way to find a special present. It was hard after my mother died when I was a teenager. As I stood beside my father at my mother's grave, I wanted to hug him but couldn't, and he would have been embarrassed by that. We both knew that at the time, love for us wasn't about touchy-feely. But I certainly couldn't cook for him either, he'd been an industrial caterer. In my own awkward way, I did try to think hard about presents. In my partner's family, things were very different. If you loved somebody, you starved them because food would make you fat and that was unhealthy. Better to keep them hungry because you would live longer. And presents were okay in theory, but difficult in practice because it was much better to spend the limited money paying for the shoes and raincoats for the grown children. No, in her family, you loved people in different ways. There was loads of touchy-feely and time given in abundance. People would stop what they were doing and look at you in the face and listen and ask questions and help you to feel the most important person in the universe. Initially, my relationship with my partner was a culture shock. I missed the food and presents. She missed the touchy-feely and the sense that she was more important than the millions of other things and the TV news demanding my attention. It was almost as if we spoke two different languages of love. It was as if I was speaking love in French and she could only understand it in Italian. And she was speaking Italian and I was longing for French. The good news is that you can learn to speak a different language of love. When my partner pointed that out to me, that she wanted to hear certain things, I, I learned to do the touchy-feely. It was deliberate and awkward at first, but it felt safe learning with a good and patient and encouraging tutor. And with all language learning, you eventually have to leave the safety of the classroom and buy a sandwich and coffee in a real world. You have to move outside and listen to your own floundering words bounce around and watch the amused expressions from the natural speakers trying to understand you. I think a lot of couples don't yet understand that they may be speaking different languages of love to each other. I suppose that if you begin to realise that you are speaking different languages of love, you can either learn and make the effort to learn a new language, or you can go on proclaiming love in the language that your partner doesn't really understand. If you choose the latter, you may delude yourself into thinking that you're a good lover, but you're not. I once knew a lady who had a loving friendship with a shopkeeper. In her family, one way of showing love was to make cakes for people. And so she started to show love to this man in the way that she had learned. Every week she'd bake him a cake and take it to his shop on a Friday. The trouble was he hated cake. Eventually he said to her, I appreciate your kindness, but I didn't like cake. Please stop baking them. So what did she do? She kept baking them and kept bringing them. She was saying, I'm going to show you love in my language whether you like it or not. In the end, he just gave them away or put them in the bin because these cakes meant nothing to him. Find out the language of love your partner speaks and then ask him or her to be your tutor as you embark on a new learning project.